Money FM 89.3, the best of Saturday mornings. Welcome back to the show, 1040 on your Singapore Saturday morning. Uh, let's take out now, uh, the Changi Cottage is having a one LKY tribute for LKY 100, 100th birth anniversary of the late Lee Kuan Yew. And the National Library Board and the Civil Service Club are unveiling a node at the Changi Cottage where Mr. Lee spent part of his time staying and working after Singapore's independence from Malaysia in 1965. Joining us now on the line to talk about uh, the Changi Cottage tribute to LKY is Winston Tan, the Deputy Director of Planning and Development for the National Library Board. Winston, good morning. Welcome to the show. Hi, good morning, Glenn Neil. Thanks for having me on the show. Oh, great to have you with us. Tell us about the uh, Changi Cottage, the significance as it relates to Lee Kuan Yew. Okay, the Changi Cottage is actually at the 26th Natarevan Road. And that's where actually Mr. Lee stayed and worked for about three to four months after announcing Singapore's independence from Malaya in 1965. That's the place where uh, Mr. Lee contemplated about what to do and how to move forward. And we feel that, that as it has housed important ideas, we want to make sure that we uh, share it with more Singaporeans so they are aware lah, because of the heritage and historical significance of the cottage. Mm. Absolutely wonderful, Winston. The idea that Lee mm. Kuan Yew was in this... Changi Cottage in what was one of the seminal, most defining moments in Singapore's history. Do we have any idea what he did there? Did he ever talk about the place subsequently? I'm just curious to know if he ever spoke about uh, Changi Cottage. Mm, He actually referred to it in his book, and that was uh, about how he stayed there for three to four months. We don't have the exact quotes on what he did there, but Mm. we know that for sure that he actually stayed there for three to four months after separation. Wonderful. So, as you say, a very key place, landmark in Singapore's history. What have you done? What has NLB done to commemorate that? Okay, so the we actually uh, put in a wall mural at the cottage's uh, dining room. It actually features a very nicely done wallpaper that has a black and white silhouette of Mr. and Mrs. Lee, along with QR codes that guests can scan to easily assess a series of digital books and e-resources of Mr. Lee including his National Day speeches, which uh, the National Archives of Singapore have actually compiled. We also prepared a bookshelf of 16 selected physical books in case um, people who stay at the chalet would like to read it physically. They can actually browse the books and read the books as well. Oh. And how does, mm. it, how does it work to stay at the, at the chalet, uh, at, the, at the cottage there? Is uh, How many rooms are there? How many spaces are there that people can, I assume that you rent them, right? You book them and rent them? So actually, the cottage is open to the public for booking, and it's available on the CSC Chalet website, csccchalets.sg. It's open to members, public officers, and even members of the public. There are actually two bedrooms on the ground floor, and there's actually a nice, I would call it attic, in the second level. So you can actually stay quite a number of people, and it's comfortable for families or two families to stay as well. No, it's a wonderful location. I'm hoping to visit myself at some point. I really want to see the collections. I know you've got an extensive collection. When it comes to Lee Kuan Yew and the Lee family, there's just so much material, a plethora of material to choose from. How did you decide and what did you include in the end? Mm, For NLB, we actually want to go into places that uh, people don't expect and we want to bring the library to everybody in their lives. So we actually chose to work with people... um, partners where they actually, uh, people actually go and work and play. So a chalet, we actually think of it as a fun place. But because it's a serious issue, and we know Mr. Lee contemplated uh, about Singapore's future there, so we wanted to also keep it serious. We selected a series of books that is curated by our librarians. 
So it has a wide genre. Some examples of books we selected uh, include The Hard Truths to Keep Singapore Going, Lee Kuan Yew, The Beliefs Behind the Man, and also Lee Kuan Yew, The Critical Years. We want to make sure that while we commemorate him and we do a nice um, mock-up of a wallpaper there, we also want the people to actually read and contemplate about Singapore's uh, journey so far and our success. So we actually wanted to make sure that people, when they're enjoying time with their friends and loved ones, they can also learn more about Mr. Lee through the books and e-resources that we share there. Yeah, it sounds like it's such a great uh, memorial to to him, and um, the the cottage itself. I've se- I've just seen the pictures online, but it just looks mm. like it's in beautiful shape, beautiful condition. Really, so much has been done. Um, when people are at the cottage, what else? What else do they do? What else do they look at? Do they see? I know it's right on the right by the seaside. What else can they do yeah. there? There is a private garden and also access to the private beach as well. You can also rent and actually have fun with the water uh, resources on the, on the boats as well, canoe as well. So mm-hmm. you can actually have some fun. You can read the physical books in the garden and you can also have barbecue as well. The garden that we have, we actually hosted some of the media and we can actually host a, 50, a group of 50 people quite comfortably there for a barbecue. Wonderful. And yeah. I know the minister recently, uh, Chan Chun Singh, was there for the official opening. And he did a very nice tribute, I thought, to Lee Kuan Yew. We all know that Lee Kuan Yew was a, a huge proponent of our plant a tree campaign, greening up the city. And you planted some very specific trees for Lee Kuan Yew around Changi Cottage. Is that correct? Yeah, he did. Actually, uh, after he planted, we also, each of us also planted another subsequent 10 more trees there as well. So, Mr., as you all know, Mr. Lee likes greenery, and he has always proposed that um, Singapore, while we develop and become a developed country, we also continue to stay green and think about sustainability as well. So, we wanted to take this chance to also uh, make a tribute with Mr. Lee and his love for greenery, so he planted the trees that he actually loved. Mm. Do you know what trees mm. they were? Because I know they were his favourite trees, I believe. Uh, yes, but unfortunately, I'm not for parks. I don't have the actual, <laughs> Fair uh, very chin sounding. <laughs> yeah. They were Lee Kuan Yew's favorite trees. That's all you yeah. need to know. Yeah, yeah. this uh, is an, he it, loves a lot of trees, and not only the ten, but we chose the ten that he specifically mentioned before. But yeah. the names are really um, very long and scientific sounding. So we don't have the Sure. We're talking with Winston Tan, the Deputy Director of Planning and Development for the National Library Board. It's an interesting collaboration, Winston, mm. with uh, between NLB and the Civil Service Club. What other types of collaborations are you doing with the CSE or with others that, that might be interesting for our audience to hear about? We are always in conversations with different partners now. Under our new libraries and archives blueprint 2025, we want to actually bring the library out to people where they work, study and play. So we are uh, actively talking to different partners, both NGOs and even from profit. We talked to more operators, we talked to even MPARCs before, we did notes at parks before. And we're constantly looking at different areas where they can go into, where people actually have some free time, especially when they have some job time and they have, um, I would say, some time to spare. We hope that you can actually download and use some resources, whether it's in, uh, waiting for a bus or MRT. We actually recently launched a note with SMRT as well. Mm. We are also contemplating on going into the hospital sector so that when people are waiting for their turn to see the doctor, they can actually have access to our free resources as well. This is great, actually, because this is another example of NLB using their initiative to move beyond the the bricks and mortar building of the library and try to stay relevant with the digital generation in the 21st century. The advantage of this is if we work with a partner, we are able to discuss with them and curate content that will actually feed their relevant audience as well. But we cater to patrons that come into our physical premises. We also want to 
hit them with the content that they actually want. And specifically, when we go to certain areas like on transport and hospital, there might be certain areas that they are more interested in. And through discussions with our partners, we are able to create, curate the content specifically to fit the venue itself. So we think that this is very meaningful and we'll continue to work with partners to do so. So with so many things happening for 2024, are there any main themes that, that the NLB is going to be looking at? I, I know that you are, you there are so many programs happening both physically and online. But anything in particular coming up for, for the specific year next year that, that will be interesting for us to keep an eye on? A lot of our ideas are still in the incubation stage, so I'll, I'll keep it a secret and let you know in time. <laughs> but you all can stay tuned to more things. Uh, so other than these notes, we actually have physical book or other physical resource notes that we actually opened recently. At Anchor Point, you have the comics library where people can borrow. It's totally madness. We also want to try different other concepts that we can uh, surprise people with. And hopefully, through these pilots, if they're successful, we can implement it in our libraries. Lah. Whether it's a manless library that you can borrow comics, which people are very happy with, mm. or some other innovative ideas, whether it's linked to technological improvements or something that we're working on. We hope to bring some of these new ideas to places where people frequent, so you'll be surprised by it. Fascinated by it. Bringing it back to Changi Cottage, finally. It was built in 1950. Now, Singaporeans will know several of those chalets around that area, around the Changi East Coast area, were built for and managed by the Civil Service Club. But what makes yeah. Changi Cottage special is that it serves specifically senior members of the Singapore government for 30-plus years, which is quite extraordinary. Is some of that documented within the cottage? Mm, I would say you can go there and read that on the uh, ideas and on the, what we featured there for Mr. Lee. He... From what I understand, but this is something that we need to, uh, that's not verified officially. He does stay there regularly after uh, his initial stay of three to four months. So he is a place with strong heritage. And I know Civil Service Club has done a lot of work to actually keep, keep it in its original state and try to restore some of the uh, grandeur to it. It's actually a very nice place. And I would say that it is a place where families can hang out together. And while having fun, they can also uh, find out more about Singapore's history and our founding father. Fantastic. This is a, mm. such an amazing addition to what's already a very historic building here in Singapore, the Changi Cottage. Uh, we're going to leave it there, Winston, but thank you so much for being with us. Uh, Winston Tan, the Deputy Director of Planning and Development at the National Library Board, talking about the new Lee Kuan Yew 100 tribute at the Changi Cottage. Thanks for being with us today, Winston. We appreciate it. Thanks, Brian. Thanks for having me. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at audio.sg or download the audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O, audio at the App Store and Google Play.